The bids are in. The gavel is dropped. Ladies and gentlemen, here at Wine Bid, we are finally hammered. That's right. This is Wine Bid's podcast. They get all things wine value, wine auction, wine retail, and just wine. With you as always, I am Jeff McGurn on Wine Bid's marketing team. And joining me today, as he does every time we seem to do this, is Paul Walker, the Prime Minister of Pinotage, our wine <laughs> expert. Welcome to the podcast, Paul. That's a great one. And I actually congratulate you for the first time. You didn't call me an expert. And you're so you're finally correct. And well, no, correct that's title. right. I was trying to I was trying to be modest on your behalf. You are a wine expert. Thank you for pointing that no, out. I'm so glad that you didn't. You mention know, Paul it. just pointed out Paul is a wine expert. He's an expert in wine. We're we're going to jump right into this because we're doing our wine auction recap episode. And this last auction was crazy. There's a lot to cover, but we're, we're only going to be able to cover wines from the U.S. that were in auction last week. That's it. We can't go to any other region, region just the United <laughs> States. All we can talk about. I'm actually joking and Paul's laughing because this last week, it was like German extravaganza, like the the amount of German wine that was in auction. It was, I'm calling it Feb- February Fest. It's not October Fest. This is February Fest. <laughs> Hopefully every February, this much amazing German wine drops into auction. I mean, the numbers we're seeing here where it's like, okay, top number of bids, right? Let's just talk about the, the, the amount of action that happened at this auction. 2020, Julian Hart, Piersport, Gold Trocken, Riesling, Cabinet Number 22. We had 15 of them. There were 30 bids. This wine started at $50 and hammered at $310. Now, if you had bought a thousand here cases of this, comes, here comes Jeff's $50 a bottle. Totally absurd you, investment. You would have no X should yeah. listen to at all because X your investment. <laughs> Of this one, yeah, it's 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 very fascinating to see Julian Hart wines in auction. I think every single Julian Hart wine that was in last week sold, and I think there were, I can't remember how many how many lots there were, but there were at least what at they least all, they, they a like couple hundred all, bottles. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure they also not only did they all sell. I think they all sold with like multiple bids, right? That, yeah. that the crazy part of this is there was so much bidding going on with all these wines, right? So you also had this. 2017, uh, Gold Trocken, uh, Riesling, Spätlese. Uh, this one, we had nine of them, 44 trackers, 20 bids, started at 45, ended at $290 a bottle. Yeah, so they, I mean, they were like all, almost all like this. Almost. It's interesting too, because it's one of those wines where in general, I think if you're looking in the secondary market, if you're looking at, at auctions in general, you're not going to find these wines available elsewhere. Now, I'm not going to make that kind of proclamation about Winebid, but Winebid does feature a lot of, you know, a lot of German Riesling on a, on a regular basis that kind of sails through the auction. And, you know, it's notoriously underrepresented and and people in the trade think that it's it's never gets its due and never gets its proper appreciation because it it's such a complex it, wine and, and it's so delicious been. and all those things are true but then every once in a while something like you know a julian hart selection comes along and people go absolutely bonkers because they're very difficult to get um, especially the the quote-unquote white label wines uh, which I've been kind of slowly attempting to educate myself since I'm not an expert, especially on these wines. 
about Julian Hart and his, you know, his his apprenticeship with famous growers and vigneron in in Germany and the wines that he's making now. Anyway, it's very, very exciting, very interesting. Again, I, we should mention that despite, you know, all the action for the Keller and the, and the Julian Hart wines, there were there were still some great deals from other producers in uh, in Germany last week that, you know, were not crazily expensive, right? Like there were some old, well, old, uh, mid nineties, I should say 97 von Schubert, uh, cabinets that started at 65 and got bid up to, you know, about 74 bucks. And, you know, so there, there are sort of more traditional, typical, you know, things happening with German wines last week, but the Keller and the, the Hart wines just went absolutely bonkers. And the, the Falkenstein wines, which we do mention, I think, cause they seem to be coming in relatively often, those went pretty crazy too. There were some cabinets, Alta Riven cabinets from 17 that got, you know, started at 30 and got bit up to 50. So, you know, other producers that aren't maybe super well known, but still have an incredible, incredible following. It just did really, really, really well in last week's auction. And it was exciting to see, you know, that amount of heart and Keller and, you know, Von Schubert and Miller Catoir and Don Hoff. And you know, I mean, I don't know. I don't know which producers we were missing, but probably not too many. <laughs> At uh, least for those that are those that are known. And 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 they have, you know, the, yeah, Lauer. And those that have the, I should say, the grocer ring auction, you know, selections as well, which is is a sort of a further level of rarity and exclusivity. So really, really, really fun. Really fun stuff last week. I mean, I mean, but just to give folks here an idea, like as I look through like our top, let's say 100, you know, top 100 most bid on bottles. Right. 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 Something like like 60 of them are Julian Hart or something like inside. Like we never like we never see this. And I'm not talking like usually the top bid item will have like nine bids, you know, eight bids, right? Right. Probably like 30 bids, 20 bids, 17 bids, 14 <laughs> bids. Like, like I, I, I'm looking, like, I think you have to go down, I don't know, like 30, you know, you have to go to the number 30 before you get below 10 bids. And, and right. it's like so much Julian Hart. There's some Keller in there. There a lot of Julian Hart though, like a lot of Julian Hart, which is, I mean, but see, okay. I think it's, it's worth also mentioning that when we see stuff that gets a lot of bids, right? Because it's really important to know that when we put stuff out at auction, um, we utilize all the data that we have, oh, you know, uh, in our database over almost, we're almost at what, 30 years or 28 years of, of history. And we look and we see like, you know, what do we think this is actually going to sell for? And that's usually what we list it at, right? Which is why the vast majority of items that get put up for auction go for whatever they're listed at because our data shows us that like, you know, this is what we think it's going to sell for. Now, there are items that that do get a bunch of bids. And usually that happens in one of a few cases. Number one, there's like some market correction where, you know, for some reason, everyone's just super into this. Like, you'll see like, you know, wine spectator top 100 comes out and this bottle is number one. Okay. Yeah. It's going to get, it's going to get bid up right after that. Right. Because you right, know, there's, right. there's information market. 
the other thing that sometimes happens is like like what you'll see is uh, we oftentimes see this is like this phenomenon. It's 2024. Any bottle that's of a vintage that ends in four that is over 20 years of age will get bit up now for, you know, for 30th <laughs> right. birthdays, 40th birthdays, 50th birthdays, 60th birthdays, 70th birthdays, right? Those get bit up a little bit. The, but the other thing you see is when, like Paul said, when stuff is super rare, right? And you just do not see it come into auction that often. And Julian Hart is a perfect example of like, yeah. if you yeah. see it come into auction, it's a bottle or two. Certainly right. not like 50 cases of Julian Hart, you know, just like, you know, the, 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 the breadth and the depth where it wasn't like, not only did we see a ton of different lots, but each lot had like, multiple bottles three four, yeah no it's it's true and you're right like you say there's not there's really not a lot of auction data on those wines especially for you know recent release you know recent vintages so the, the other thing i was going to say which i did notice i was kind of poking around the other thing that can happen is a bidding war and i noticed because i was looking at i always like to look also at the single bottles that get bid up you know, just the one, the quantity one in a specific lot. And I was like, hold on a minute. Maison Loire Bourgogne Rouge 09 started at $95 and got fit up to four sixty. dollars I was like, that's insane. And then I looked in the same auction, there was another bottle that only got bit up to three sixty. dollars So it's clear that some people were not noticing that there was another bottle available and they just were going back and forth you know, on this particular item, not noticing that there was another bottle that they probably potentially could have, you know, also gotten a bidding war with. But that that one kind of blew my mind because, you know, the Lawad pricing has been kind of funny for the last, you know, a few months. I think some like the 15 to 20 year old and even older 20, 25 year old wines from Domaine Lawad have kind of been all over the place. Whereas like this Maison Lawad Bourgogne Rouge, which only sold for, you know, $86 just a couple of years ago, just shot way, way, way up in value, which to me is strange. I understand like in, in, I think it was in the 04 vintage, a lot of stuff was de- declassified. And so they're very collectible because there's Grand Cru fruit, you know, in those bottlings. But I don't think we've seen a Bourgogne Rouge from Maison Lois besides the 04s go for anything close to this so anyway that was pretty exciting so there were other wines that got a lot of attention well yeah did you, did you see the 2016 domain didier funeral um code de nuit village this one we had nine of them 14 bids took it from 30 dollars to 70 dollars oh over 70 yeah so there there was a batch of there's a bunch of these actually in last week of these didier funeral ones which which again we don't ever see they're extremely rare and i think if you look at sales history for most of them i don't think any of them had been in auction prior i know that 16 coach village was not and i was kind of looking at some of the others just to see but yeah another another super super rare example and you know not these are village wines right they're they're not from grand cru sources but very very rare and sought after and I mean, if you think about it, the prices compared to stuff like Maison Le Bourgogne Rouge are not that bad. I mean, 85 bucks for, you know, a Cotemi Village from 2012 from Forneral still doesn't seem like an insane price when you think about it, you know, compared to what some of these other other producers are going for. So, 
I just think it's always good to like mention. And of course, of course, we're going to say this because it is self-serving because we work for Winebit. But like the thing that <laughs> one of the things that I think is the coolest thing about Winebit is that like you get these situations where like randomly there will be 600 lots of some of the rarest Riesling on earth that just pop into auction for everyone to buy like stuff that you know, if you wanted to get some, like you would have to wait years on a waiting list to find it. Like it just does not even come up for purchase. But then, you know, that's why you see these, you know, these bidding wars because people are having a field day because when's the next time we're going to see, you know, 50, 60 lots of Julian Hart <laughs> come into auction. Like it's probably right. a, a decade. Not <laughs> anytime soon. Yeah. I mean, of course we say that in like next week, there'll be another like, Oh, a thousand lots of Julian Hart coming down. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's just not something that happens all that often. So a lot yeah. of really cool action on the ash side. Let's run into our heavy hitters, right? I mean, sure. probably not surprising. Top three are Domain Romani Conti. We've got 15 Romani Conti for 18.4, 15 Latash for 4,500, 4510, and then it's 96 Latash for uh, 37.10. So a little bit of a, mm. a bit more expensive to buy the 15. Uh, one that I thought was interesting was this 03 12 bottle lot OBC of Dechem for 34.80. So somebody wow. you know, wanted to grab a bunch of Dechem, maybe for somebody's 21st birthday this year, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, I don't know. Just positing that. Could um, be. I mean, I wish somebody would have gotten me a case of Dechem for, <laughs> for my 21st birthday. That would have been pretty awesome. Yeah, to drink all of it in one sitting. <clears throat> all of it in one sitting. 15, uh, uh, 15 Mouton, uh, 6 bottle lot OWC, 32.40. And then this 12. Yeah, that, that, was, that, was, a, that was an interesting one, actually, because it it sold pretty quickly. It was in auctions for a couple of weeks. Uh, excuse me, a couple of weeks. It looks like it rolled a couple of times. But yeah, I know that. That went pretty readily. That that was still a relevant deal, if you ask me. What's oh yeah, I I think those are I think those are a good. That's deal. not bad. I mean, five forty a bottle. It's not. It's you know. It's like it falls in that category of, of sort of recent vintage Bordeaux. That's yes. not crazy expensive from a great vintage. So yeah, that's that wasn't a bad deal. Six liter of twelve Opus One for twenty six ten. I hope that was. It's a nice party bottle right there. And this, yeah, that's that's yeah. I think we. Maybe we mentioned that, or it was one of our picks. This uh, uh, 90 uh, Rias Chateauneuf du Pap had two bids, taking it from 2190 to 2490. Yeah, it got bid back up a little bit. Kind of interesting to see that. I mean, 90 is a you know, phenomenal year and super, super, super collectible. I think it was in, yeah, it was in. It's interesting. Last time it was in was in 2021. It hammered for slightly higher. So, Interesting. Interesting to see. And the other one before we before we talk about winners and losers. Well, not winners and losers, but like <laughs> this 01 six liter of Dominus for twenty yes. bucks. Did you buy that, Paul? Was that you? I did not. No, I wish that would be such a great party bottle, but no, I didn't buy it. How is the I, think I, I think for the money I would I would buy the Dominus over the Opus, but that's just my personal taste. So well, I know you love Dominus and you, you, I'm sure you've had the O one. one How is the O-1 drinking? Oh yeah, no, it's, it's phenomenal. That's, that'd be a fantastic bottle. Absolutely. And large formats too. They don't, they're not, you know, progressively that much more expensive. So no, and, and well, and the whole, and the whole longer, right? So yeah. Do you see this uh, two bottle wood case of Sinequanon Sui 2000? 
hammered at $2,080. It's pretty wild. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, that's, a, that's an old one. I haven't seen that in a while. <laughs> like two splits, right? Yeah. And some really, really interesting hammers this week. Let's talk about... Yeah, those... Oh, sorry. I was just going to say there was some very expensive Uber Lamy wine, Sancho Bannon last week, too, which seems like it's been on a real tear. Uh, it looks like three of them sold for, what was it? Sorry, 600, 620. Yeah, it looks like 620 for a couple bottles and then 570 for this Derrioche Edouard Cuvée Haute Densité. Another wine I kind of want to look up, but it's just exploded, that wine. Let's talk about some other stuff that's exploded. Oh, yeah. Uh, so let's, let's go back. There were tons of German wine sales records set at this last auction. Keller set like four, we had four records set on, on Keller, you know, 16 Dalsheimer mag for $500. And then a 50. Oh yeah. That was the grossest box. Yeah. It looks like, yeah. The grossest box. Um, the Ubacher. Yeah. That, that, and then the G max sold for 1442, which was a lot. I, yeah, I was like the only other hammer we saw recently was, 1294. So that definitely went up. And then there was a mag of the uh, Niersteiner Pettenhall uh, Riesling Trocken for $900. We didn't yeah. see for, 2010 uh, as well. So it's got, it's got a few years on it. That's, on it. that's a rare one. Yeah. Uh, and the 17 Keller Westhofen uh, Bunenhausen uh, Abst Erde Riesling Trockenbären Auslese Gold Capsule Split. 375 milliliters for $590. 590. Yeah. I mean, just, just like a ton of this. I mean, in, in a, you know, of course there are a couple of Julian Hart records, the 19, uh, right. um, Auslese for $400. And then the Vindrichter. And cabinet, ca- Riesling cabinet, cabinet. Alta Riemann right. number eight for 690. I mean, that is just wild. That is wild. Just crazy, yeah. crazy stuff. That's got to be one of the white label bottles i imagine because again these are the extra yeah it is this oligsburg 19 cabinet Whew, man 91 dominus estate mag i was curious about that because i think that i'm gonna look at it real quick you know sales of that wine the, the 750 has been kind of slowly creeping up you know not going for too much, but we don't see mags in very often. And it's been climbing pretty steadily, you know, 640 a couple of years ago, then 800 in 22 and then 870 at the end of last year. And now, yeah, 975. That's, that's well, a, that's a collectible one. Cause it's, well, I, that's, I think probably the best wine they ever made, but really, yeah, I think it is. I think the 91 is, I don't know. I haven't had it for, for a couple of years, but it's, it's incredible. It's, it's really, really, really good. So Magnum format is very collectible. Now we've got, um, let's see the O four Gaia Barbaresco six bottle lot OWC 2140. And the previous high was 1698. So definitely some movement on Gaia and O nine Masson Lois Bourbon Rouge. Yeah. That's the one I was talking about where there was a bidding war. It looks like on one bottle. And, and the bidding war set a record. Yeah. Anything else you want to mention before we wrap this up? Yeah. It's like, I was, I was really curious about this realm, the Phoenix from 2004 chambered for 420. I'm very surprised. I think again, it's just a super, super rare wine that 
you know, I don't know how much was made. I'm really curious, actually, I'm going to ask around, but we've only sold it a couple times and just recently. And then not since 2015, where it went for 55 bucks. So that one kind of really caught my eye because because Older Realm, well, I don't know. I feel like we don't really see, you know, 20 year old realm wines very often. And and so that one stuck out to me. We just we talked about that Sinequinon Rosé uh, Sui. I think it's Rosé. I didn't even look at the, the picture, but I'm pretty sure it is anyway for $2,080 for a two pack of half bottles. Pretty wild. Also, a Pagan Poetry Rosé from 2001 half bottle for 400. Another serious hammer there. And yeah, rounding it out, Vegas Cecilia Unico, again, still hitting some high, high hammers for that stuff. 1995, I think last week or the week before, we were talking about older, you know, 50, 40, 50, 60 year old Vegas Cecilia, but this is not tremendously old, almost 30 years for $730. It's pretty, pretty serious hammers there. So, and again, oh, I did want to mention because it keeps getting a lot of action is Bond, uh, 13 Bond Pluribus, hammer for 600. So, oh, yeah. Those older ones are going for more than it seems like younger vintages and then really, really strong vintages like 13 are going for more and more. So that that was another one that caught my eye. So By yeah. the way, as we wrap up here, I'll just uh, circle back a little bit. The 04 Realm, the Phoenix, seldom seen special produced for Realms list members only. Um, they only made 45 cases. Well, that's um, I mean, Realm only ever had a mailing list. They didn't have a winery. So and what and it was probably allocated to you know specific mailing list members too because you know I think it was only distributed via mailing list. I don't think it was sold any other way. Right. The I guess it's comprised of wine from Tokelon, uh, Madrona Ranch, and Napanook Vineyard. Oh, cool! And then it was not professionally reviewed because it was so limited. Oh, huh. well, there you go. There you go. And with that, that has been our recap episode for this week of wine bids finally hammered with you as always i'm jeff mcgurr and this is paul walker wishing you happy bidding and cheers cheers 